Welcome to Help You Help Me, the podcast where I ask you, the listener, for advice on my everyday life. In return, I might give you some advice on yours. Okay. We're going to have to come up with a new opening line because uh, I haven't taken anybody's advice <laughs> uh, in a while. And you certainly haven't taken mine because I haven't done a, a show in months. But here's the show. Um, my name is Eddie. What's yours? No Alaska. Um, so... I decided to uh, record a podcast uh, uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to burp directly into a microphone like I just did, so check that one off. Two, um, it's real out here. There's a, <laughs> there's some, uh, there's a, a global pandemic happening, and lots of people are scared, rightfully so, I believe, and... Um, you need to, uh, you know, not think about that for 35 minutes to an hour. <clears throat> um, and, and, you know, a quick discussion on the uh, COVID uh, crisis. First of all, social distancing is not a punishment. <laughs> so, like, I understand um, all of you want to, or some of you want to, uh, you know, have your St. Patrick's Day parties and, and all the, the, and gather together for no reason, have your, uh, coronavirus parties, lit toilets. Uh, I understand that that's your bag and that's what you want to do. However, um, you are now putting yourselves in positions to contract, uh, COVID-19 virus. Some of you already have. Uh, the gentleman who licked a toilet. I do not know her, but she did lick the she did she did lick a toilet, and now he's contracted the uh, coronavirus. Um, people at this coronavirus party, one or two people contracted coronavirus. This is not a joke. It's not a game. All of you who decided to go to spring break. <laughs> You're going to have your spring break no matter what. Uh, sorry, but not sorry. I am sorry for everybody who contracted coronavirus at uh, Mardi Gras, because then we weren't making um, a, a big enough deal about it, um, much like we're doing now, but we weren't making a big enough deal about it at that point in February, so how could you have known? But... The, the, those of you who are who don't think this is real or don't think it's that big a deal um, stay home <laughs> or don't but don't come for the rest of us who are staying home and are protecting ourselves and you know trying to get access to the correct kind of mask and the correct you know um, disinfectants and that sort of thing it's 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 real out here. Like it, so, stop acting like this is. Like, stop acting like this is something that's just. It's a pandemic. <laughs> it is a literal fucking pandemic. It's taking motherfuckers out. So, please do what you got to do. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your body. Wash your face. Um, you know. Wash your clothes. Uh, help flatten the curve. Be like, that's gonna be on a T-shirt or something like pretty soon. 
re- re- reiterate, uh, stay the fuck inside, man. Just stay inside. <laughs> like, if you don't have to be out and about, if you have a job that you can work from home, if you are uh, with your kids at home, uh, if you're at home with your kids and your spouse at home, just make the best of the time. Like, make the best of it. You're around people that you love and you're around people that care about you. Like, it's just much easier for people to, you know, and for two weeks, it's just two weeks. It probably should be three because if you think about the incubation period and then the period that you're in, yeah, whatever. Um, but stay home, man. Like, that three weeks is like, that two weeks or three weeks is like not worth your life. You're working in essential service and you have to be out. All of our uh, doctors and nurses and first responders, uh, all of our pharmacy workers, all of our uh, dispensary workers. If, you, if you're considered an essential business and you're still at work, uh, <clears throat> I applaud you because it's hard, man. <laughs> it's really hard to operate under these conditions and be this uh stressed out about being around strangers <laughs> which you don't really th- even think about a lot of times unless you're you know an anxious person but uh this is uh i can i cannot believe that there are actually people in the united states uh, at the moment who are uh not taking this as seriously like people are dying 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 like the information is out there. Stay away from kids and elderly people, if you're, if if you're uh, positive for coronavirus. Stay away from immunosuppressed people. Stay away from cancer patients. Like, stay home. Play video games or don't. Like, <laughs> do something. Like, just don't. Don't bring it to other people who don't deserve it. And I'm not saying that you deserve it either, but. There are people besides yourself uh, that are in greater risk, <clears throat> including, including the people who are helping to treat you when you get to the hospital. They're putting their lives at risk. So everybody, everybody cut it out. Stop the bullshit. Anyway, that was my uh, PSA. I said I was going to be short. Um, and like I tell anybody who asked me to speak, um, I'm a grandson of a preacher, so I'm probably the wrong person to put uh, in front of people and have taught for a short period of time. I don't know how to do that. So, um, anyway, this show is going to uh, be dedicated to laughter. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to do this show in two parts. Um, first part is going to be... Um, Yahoo's Answers Questions Answers. The second part is going to be two, but there'll be a special guest. Um, and also, that ensures that I will put this uh, show out at least two weeks in a row. <clears throat> um, if I can figure out if I can figure out uh, a communication system, which I'm pretty sure I can, so I'm not that worried about it. Anyway, I, I'm going to go get some water. And some cantaloupe, which I discovered I like now. And I will be uh, right back. 
Oh, yeah, real quick. Um, you're going to notice some really terrible audio uh, in the first uh, Yahoo's Answers section of the show. Um, that is because I don't know why, but bear with it. The second Yahoo's Answers section of the show um, will come right after that. So, yay. Excuse me. I was going to answer some gaming questions because, you know, I have the uh, Google Stadia and I have... I, it's been cool with me. I don't, like, but not a lot of people on Yahoo's questions, answers questions are asking questions <laughs> about um, about the stadium. So I'm going to apply this to myself. I'm going to answer these questions based on the fact that I have a stadium. Current gen gamers, do you plan on getting the next gen consoles or save with what you got? Well, seeing as how I just purchased what I got um, a very short period of time ago, um, I'm not going to be clamoring for the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X until it is absolutely necessary for me to do so. Um, And that means when um, Google inevitably shuts its servers down um, at the end of this year. It's going to happen. I was super excited uh, for Stadia as a project, and I still am about it it's, itself. Like, I decided on a game console or to, to purchase something to play games on at the end of the Xbox Ones and the PlayStation 4s, like, life cycle, right? So, yeah, I could get one for dirt cheap this year at the end of the year, but. And have a whole shit ton of games that I can play, probably for the next year or so, because usually they still make games for the current gen consoles. Um, but I feel like I would only have it for about a year until like it became obsolete and they shut the servers down and it became like trying to play a P- PS3 right now. So I said, Google being a game streaming or Stadia being a game streaming service you know I'll pretty much be up on everything that I care to play I can play things that I didn't play um, in in the last two or three years and purchase a couple games that I did play like Tomb Raider and and um, all the games that I'm playing on it I've I've you know played a little bit of Breakpoint, not much. Uh, I played a Division 2, Rage 2, Guilt, which I think is a better game than people give it credit for. Um, Samurai Showdown, which is just as bad as people say it is. Uh, <laughs> it's very glitchy and weird. And experience is the most lag. Like Everybody at the beginning of the Stadia's life cycle... Um, talked about how laggy it was, and it was, and Samurai Showdown was the biggest cul- uh, culprit of them all. But I've been playing the Tomb Raider series, uh, Assassin's Creed, um, Odyssey, uh, Dri- uh, not Drift, um, Grid, and it's been running smoothly. It's been running great. Like I, I since ever since I um, got an internet connection, it's been doing great. I don't need to take my Stadia with me, bro. Like, this is the thing. Like, people are like, oh, but doesn't, doesn't, uh, 
It has you have to be on a Wi-Fi connection. You can't just go through your data on your phone or your tablet. The reason why I'm saying this for people like me is because I'm I'm not taking a whole controller with me outside nowhere. Like I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't grow up in that generation where you took your motherfucking controllers outside and shit. Like I don't take my controllers outside. So. I like it doesn't bother me that none of that stuff works on launch and it doesn't bother me that like you know you have to have a Google device cuz again I'm not taking my controller nowhere. It's going to say that this shit going to stay in the house. I don't give a fuck about like playing games you know in the park <laughs> or or like whatever. Like I I don't I don't I don't fucking care. It doesn't make me any less of less of a, it make me any less of a gamer but I don't think about playing games like that. I have to be at home and comfortable. So none of that shit matters to me. That's why I'm saying that I think the Google Stadia is for people like me. It's for old people who want to play current gen games. Like, <laughs> like seriously, it's it, it, you, you. You are old enough to, and it, it, maybe you're single. Maybe you're like me. You're old enough and single, and you have uh, enough money to uh, pay for the ultimate internet connection. <laughs> And uh, and you don't want and you, and you started caring about getting your like I don't know like you you started caring about gaming again. I've always cared about gaming, but I just think that like at some point, you know, life was happening and I couldn't. I always made a little bit of time for it, but. I'm not gonna buy. I'm not like you know. I'm not gonna spend whatever five hundred, six hundred bucks the new uh, fucking systems are right now. I barely want to spend three hundred on a switch. <laughs> like barely. But this was one hundred and sixty nine dollars. The games, in my opinion, look great. And you know, so, you know, aside from the occasional slowdown, lag, artifacting, that sort of thing, and and by the way. I say occasional, occasional, because it's it's really occasional now. Like it was pretty persistent, <laughs> you know, on the slower internet connection and with you know certain settings turned all the way down or in the middle. But now, runs great, consistently. So I, like you know, over the past week or two, it's had a slowdown. But that's been mostly because everybody's at home. So instead of, you know, all, you know, individually, the 65 owners of Stadia um, playing video games, now all 65 of us are playing at the exact same time. Next question is, what games do you guys recommend to play? Um, I don't have a huge list that I that I haven't played that I'm just like fuck I want to play that. Um, there's a couple of Wii games like um, Donkey Kong, Deep Freeze, whatever that was. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, I want to replay Wind Waker. I want uh, the HD Wind Waker um, and Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey. Um, anyway, those are ones that I would I, I would pick. Um, but there's also this really long list of a bunch of other games that I agree with. So I will read the ones that I agree with, uh, such as, uh, Fallout 4, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, Far Cry 3, um, Mass Effect, 
but not Andromeda. Um, no, Mass Effect Andromeda was fine. It was fine. It wasn't my favorite. Assassin's Creed 1. You can skip Assassin's Creed Brotherhood um, and Revelations and Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, Black Flag. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I agree with that. Probably skip Rogue. You could probably skip Unity. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, though. Yes. Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey. Um, you can skip this first Watch Dogs. I'll just go on to the second one. Uh, Borderlands 2 and 3. Um, Metro 203030, Last Light. And Doom 4, this person says. Um, those are the ones that I agree with. Also, uh, the Arkham series. You know, all the Batman Arkham games. Just play those. And Injustice. And Mortal Kombat 11. Um, and if you have a uh, SNES Mini or whatever that was. Isn't it Aladdin on that? Or is it on the Sega one? I don't know. Anyway, you can play Aladdin. It's one of the best platforming games that I've ever played personally. Um, I think... Um, and also, um, if you can find an emulator or something of uh, Chip and Dale's uh, Rescue Rangers on the original NES, or the uh, or the NES, I think it's just whatever. Um, it's a great game. There's like apples that you have to drop down and things. I don't know, but it's it's a great game. So you play it. Ow. I never want to play Super Mario Brothers Deluxe again. I think that's the one. That's okay. So at some point, the Mario games started going back to like the map system, like they did in uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, um, uh, Super Mario World, um, before Mario went uh, 3D. So for a while there, Mario was doing. The N64 thing And then he said Oh that was fun Let me jump over to Paper Mario And did that That might have been a Super Nintendo game Anyway No Mario RPG was Maybe Paper Mario was as well I don't know So Mario But not Luigi um, You know they, they did Super Mario Sunshine Uh but Luigi got Luigi's Mansion, which was an amazing game. Um, Super Mario Galaxies. So it's more of a like 3D perspective. And then, kind of a hybrid uh, 2D, 3D type of Mario game came to the Wii, and I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> so the first time, so in this game, they revisited the map system, like I said before, um, and... I thought it was cool, and it looked a lot like um, Super Mario World and, and style and everything. But they basically reskinned the same game for the Wii U release. And it's like, I'd never want to play it again. <laughs> I never want to play it again. Because the first one was better. And yeah, I think you get like a cat suit in this one or something like that. But like, it just. It was so lazy. It was really vibrant, and it looked it, it looked fun. 
And it actually, it, it was not that it wasn't fun, but I felt like I was playing the same game again. It felt derivative. I just, I don't ever want to play it again. I don't care. Um, I also, wow, there's not a lot, there's really not a lot of games I don't want to play again. I don't want to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out ever again. It's too stressful. Like when I get to like, uh, and also and also and also super culturally inappropriate. I, I was I can't even say most of these people's names now without like, you know, like so that that's how. So if if you uh, play Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and you're playing it for the first time, please don't get offended by like Soda Popinski and Piston Honda. I think that's more of a car joke. Anyway. The animation for Mike Tyson at the end uh, of the game, or at the beginning of the game, because he had a gap in his teeth, uh, makes him look like a fucking monster. Like, he looks horrific. And that image has stuck with me since I was a kid, and I actually hate seeing it. So I do not like playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Just regular Punch-Out is fine for me. I can deal with that. Um, yeah. Is there another one that I don't like? No, I actually like the Friday the Thirteenth game <laughs> for NES. Uh, I actually like it. It's it's one of it's it's one of my favorite games to just kind of watch because it doesn't make any sense, but it is kind of soothing. I don't ever want to play LA Noir again, and I like that game. It's just uh, it takes a lot of uh, my brain, a lot of it, and it is. Um, and and I don't I'm not a big fan of open world games that where you drive around a lot. Yeah, I know I suggested GTA Five, uh, but GTA Five has a bomb soundtrack. So and all the GTAs do. That's mostly what it's about. But LA Noir doesn't have like that soundtrack that makes it intriguing to drive around and learn like the city and stuff. So um, while it is a very and like uh, hmm, how do I put this? It's a thinker's game, um, and you have to, you know, be able to read clues and like simple clues and that sort of thing. I, I I love the mechanics of the game, however, I don't ever want to play them again because they are boring as shit. Beautiful game though, great work, beautiful gowns. Um, I don't think I ever. I want to finish Resident Evil 6, but I don't think I'll ever play it again after that. Because Jesus. <laughs> it, is, it is devastatingly hard. Because um, you don't get a lot of ammo, and they will uh, fuck you up pretty swiftly. So um, that is a list of games that I do not, do not want to play again. The next question is, why do Nintendo fanboys get upset when you call their games kitty, why can't they just admit that their games are kitty? So, um, a couple of reasons. First of all, um, I guess if you were looking at the swath of uh, games that were published by Nintendo, um, that tends to skew towards a younger or more general demographic. I'm speaking specifically and strictly of the games that are published by Nintendo. There's not a lot of M ratings over there, but there are a couple. However, Nintendo 
as a console has many M-rated games. Your Call of Duties and your uh, and your your Tom Clancy games, I guess. I don't know. Probably. Um, there's definitely Assassin's Creed on Nintendo at some point, I believe. I could be wrong. Um, hell, like uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like there, there are T and M rated games that are available to you on Nintendo consoles. So calling all the games kitty, it's kind of incorrect <laughs> and, 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 and uh, patronizing. So, no, not all games, not all Nintendo's games are kitty. So if you get that reaction from Nintendo fanboys, it's kind of warranted because you don't know what you're talking about and shut the fuck up. Next question, why are most video games violent? Um, uh, it seems like the majority of games uh, involve, involve killing people. Why? I'm not hating, just curious. Well, I don't believe that most video games are violent. I think the biggest selling video games are violent, and that doesn't necessarily um, take up the majority of the space in the gaming market. Um, there's games that people kind of make big deals about that aren't violent at all, like you know, like I mentioned before, Mario Odyssey, also uh, Banjo Kazooie release uh, re-release. Um, I'm sure if they re-released a new, like, Super Mario Brothers 3, then people would freak out over that, too. But, um, for the most part, games like um, Call of Duty, games like Cyberpunk, games like, that's coming out in August now, my heart hurts, um, games like Doom, these are all games that um, have... Like some some sort of uh, some sort of kind of world building element to them, where like they set themselves up to be able to be sequelized and kind of create like this whole narrative sort of thing, like Uncharted, um, like um, The Last of Us is probably going to do as well. Um, whereas like you're less kind of gritty or violent games tend to be, you know, a few hour, a few hours and it's kind of a one-off once you beat the game and, you know, some of them incentivize you to, for, you know, for replayability purpose, some of them uh, incentivize you to go up, you know, at a difficulty level and you get different achievements and stuff like that. However, um, and, and again, the, the, the market makes up the market is made mostly of these games, <laughs> mostly of like your your Barbie equestrian games and like there's you know this games that these smaller studios make at the end of a console's life cycle. Sorry, at the end of a console's life cycle, um, they just shovel them in there. The Wii has so many non-violent games. This is why people think like Nintendo is like a kiddie console. It's because at the end of the life cycle, they shovel all these shitty like movie tie-ins and stuff into a system because <laughs> they know they're never going to sell if unless it's at the end of the system's uh, 
system's life, which is why every 10 years you get a new video game movie or a new movie they could turn into a video game. So, um, I don't see, I don't see video games as being any more violent than uh, TV or film. I don't see video games being any more of a catalyst for violence uh, than TV or film either. Um, I do understand that the perspective of having a controller and uh, using said controller to murder things uh, feels like the type of like feels like a real power, but it's not. And the vast majority of people who play games use it as an escape, not as a reality. So um, I, I find that I, so I know I find them as violent as movies and TV, and, and it doesn't bother me. It's an entertainment thing. So, and also um, video games are. Uh, the video game industry is a, a pretty densely male-populated industry. And that has a lot to do with kind of the um, over- and undertones of some of the subject matter. Um, a lot of those males are straight. Uh, a lot of those males are, are white. <laughs> and when you get things, when you, when you have things built from only one perspective then you tend to have that thing over and over and over and over again. So I think that you can get more differently written games and program games and things that are um, boundary pushing when you include uh, women, people of color, and people of the LGBT community more uh, openly and uh, more um, and, and make things more accessible to people who have people of these people who have uh, the credentials to build good games. You know, let them do it. I don't know. Okay, I have a feeling I'm going to agree with this um, person and disagree with them at the same time. The question is, why do games these days always handhold you? I'm so tired of games giving you quest markers or maps. What happened to the days when you had to work things out for yourself? Game developers these days have so little faith in us that they even outline what we have to do on screen. I miss when they let you write down what you had to do for yourself. It was much more immersive. Fast travel and, world, and open world games is a terrible idea too. Why do game developers think we want the game to take us uh, to a place for us Wow, when we can easily get there ourselves? Is the dumbing down of these games side effect of gamers becoming worse and more mainstream? Um... So, to answer your questions, no. I think that um, I, these are tactics of, for instance, I, fast travel. In a game like Assassin's Creed Origins, where you are literally traversing all of Egypt, <laughs> fast travel is not a lazy man's way of getting to you know, different parts and across water and all that stuff. If you have to go back for a mission, did I ride my horse clear across Africa? Yes, because I just wanted to do it one time. Um, I wanted to open up some new areas. So at the very beginning of Assassin's Creed Origin, yeah, I rode across Egypt. But after I opened up a few tra fast travel spots, if I needed to get back to somewhere really, really quickly... If I had to complete a mission or whatever the whatever case was, I, I, I use the fucking fast travel. There's no shame in using fast travel. Stop trying to fast travel, shame. That's not cool. Um, 
the map markers um, are useful as well because sometimes you just don't know like which to write. Like, were you really writing this down? Like, you were like sketching out maps of uh, of uh, Warcraft and some of the other map-based games. Like, not map-based, but you know, ones that had maps. This is what you were doing with your life. I never did that, but I do agree that it does make games easier, and it is uh, a difficult, um, it makes it difficult to find some games challenging. But if you're new to games, uh, sure, because <laughs> you may need that extra help. You're really talking about like younger people who uh, probably shouldn't be playing those types of games, but are. Um, <laughs> it, it, it helps get them into gaming and doesn't make it seem so distant or far or something that's not for them. So uh, don't yuck people's yum. They like, they, if they like the map system the way it is, then let them use it. But if I'm not mistaken, some of these games, you can turn all that off. And some of these games, it's not available if you're playing the harder settings. So, I mean, maybe do that. All right, that was the last uh, gaming question. Um, later on, we're going to be back with uh, part two and a special guest. Tell me when I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are now, but <laughs> you're um, you're you're. I cough a little bit. I know I'm going to cough. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, everybody. It's fine. You're all. It, it, also, you're hot. Uh, the, <clears throat> your, the, your mic. Your mic is hot. So, um, here's that special guest I promised you guys. It's uh, it's Anna Banana. It's me. I'm alive. She's alive. She made it. I made it. I made it. I did it. Um, uh, completely uncoveted and uh, uh, unfettered. So, great well, job. Not, not, not confirmed. Not, not well, I mean. Uncoveted. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know how long it lasts. It, I, could, I could have it. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go get tested. I figured that would be, uh, if I wasn't that sick, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be uh, responsible to waste a test on myself. That's true. Those, those tests are coveted. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, the puns are never going to stop. Good. Um, so, this question. Um, these are Yahoo's answers. Questions answers the Anna Banana edition. Um, so this question is, um, my favorite, uh, so far. Um. This person asked, if my brother sold him, uh, is it mean to kick my brother out? My brother sold his home. He's moving into an apartment, but they changed the move-in date to April 22nd. So he's staying in my one-bedroom apartment on the couch. He hogs the TV, Netflix, and Amazon Prime. He stinks up the bathroom. My job is having me work from home. Um, he has enough money for a hotel, and oh I need my, my space back. He's working from my table that I need for my job. And he told me I should work from my bed. I'm on camera and I don't want to do, and I don't want my coworkers seeing my bedroom. 
uh, he sure. doesn't want to stay. He doesn't want to stay with my dad in a in a house because uh, they get into fights. Um, well, the problem is, is that you're shocking. Right, shocking. They fight. It's shocking, but it's also like you're about to get into a fight with him. So, what's the difference? Like here's here's the thing. Is this it? Are are we? Is no, the we're whole no. There? Oh, yeah, no. That's the question. I'm ready to give advice now. Go I'm, ahead. I'm ready to go. I mean, go. <laughs> no, I want to. No, don't yell at me. Uh, finish the question. That was the question. Oh, oh that's the whole thing. Yeah, he's just he, that was the background. He wanted to know if he should kick his brother out. Here's what he should do. He should not kick his brother out, but he should find a way to give his brother food poisoning. So that he has to go to the hospital, and then and then his then he can take his brother to the hospital and look like a caring person, and then change the locks, and then change the locks. Yeah. Um. However, everything else everything else is passive aggressive. What I what, what I would do is not box up his stuff. I would put it in like very careful uh, Tupperware containers. Um, and leave him with a can of Lysol to spray all that shit down when he gets to where he's going. Or uh, the, 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 the asker can start exhibiting symptoms of a dry cough. Sure. I don't, I, think you do should fa- I don't think you should fake. I don't think you should fake an illness. That's like... I would, I would full-on, like, gaslight my siblings <laughs> if they were... If they were. Especially if it's an older sibling, I don't. Did it? Did it specify whether this person is older or younger than, than the asker? Um, I'm assuming that this is. I, I just assumed that it was an older sibling. It's probably uh, not, yeah. but I mean, I also you might want to show your show your brother some grace because I mean, the, if his move-in date was supposed to be April 22nd, and you don't think you're going to make it to April 22nd without slapping the shit out this motherfucker. Um, then you need to invite him to go down to the Hojo or to the Holiday Inn Express because this is your space that you pay rent in. And as I presume that he's saving money by staying with you. So if he's watching your Netflix that he doesn't pay for, using your electricity that he's not kicking in on, stinking up your bathroom that I doubt he bought poopery for, like just kick him, <laughs> kick him the fuck out. <laughs> like it's your place. I know you'd be kicking your brother out in, in, in amid a a global pandemic, but you said he has money for a hotel. I mean, but either way, you're not going to be you're not going to be speaking to this person again. You're going to be the bad guy either way it goes. <laughs> yes. it doesn't matter. Like you you can either stay have him stay in the house and be a bitch to him, or kick him out. And either way, you're the bad guy. So there's no winning here. Yeah. So you should just honestly, it's it's my. It's always been my policy of, of, uh, of, of, of raising and salting the ground behind me like a Roman general. Uh, but that's just me. And, but yeah, I, I feel like if it's an older sibling, you definitely, because you know how they are. Yeah. So, I, I have one. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, but, but mine, but I find a way to just make it not, not pleasant for them, but I'm not comfortable. I would definitely turn off all the streaming services. Oh yeah. 
I would change the passwords and only have them logged in on my phone and my TV in my room. Like, oh, you wanted me to work for my room, so that's where the Netflix is. Um, bye. Yeah, I would probably just legit like cancel it, so I would continue gaslighting them. See, I don't, I don't. My, the, the, my family, it's psychological warfare, you know. So it's it, we would just, I would just be gaslighting him. I'd just be like, yeah, I keep, I keep emailing customer service, but you know, mm-hmm. they may not be essential personnel. You know, they may not have. You know, I don't know. Like, I just can't get a response, and it's just not. I don't have an account anymore. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's like um, Netflix only allows they're they're cutting people's uh, usage now because everybody's at home and it's slowing <laughs> down. So we're only allowed like three hours of Netflix a day now. So yeah, no, I, I wouldn't even do that. I would just I would just cancel everything. I would I would. You would starve them I would out. Do a lot of weird things. You you so would, would you would essentially gaslight the person. You would essentially starve them out. Yeah, which makes sense. I'm good at sieges. I, I'm especially emotional ones. Also, um, the, the, the <laughs> issue the issue with the bathroom, um, again, you're in a one-bedroom apartment, and there's yeah. only one, bed, one bathroom. Now, I have been the guy on a couch in a one-bedroom apartment before, and it's not. it's not the tea. And having to uh, share a bathroom in a one-bedroom apartment is even worse than the time we had to share a, one, well, a bathroom in a one-bedroom house. I mean, a two-bedroom house. So, yeah. Because yeah, we uh, could at least escape the bathroom in a one bedroom. Not yeah, feasible. It's stupid that anybody attempts to do that. Like, you should. It's this. This is this is uh, the twenty first century. Like, you should have separate bathrooms. Uh, yes. You know, like, ugh, God. There's two things that I. There's two things that I hate the most uh, in life. Well. There's several things that I hate the most in life, but but where it pertains to a home, uh, green bathrooms, green bathrooms, one bathroom and a and just one bathroom and multiple people, uh, is it it it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I'm shocked we did as well as we we did with our roommates, our our revolving door roommates, because our 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 second bedroom. Uh, was haunted and drove people crazy. Sure, but the only the one we never showered. Oh, I didn't. Uh, that's uh, true. And uh, the one roommate who did shower all the time and forever um, had basically free reign of the shower because we weren't going to use it. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. So um, I I I say all that to say that. Your brother is just in a transitional place, so try to be as understanding as possible. But if he's getting on your nerves, girl, just kick him the fuck out. <laughs> well, and he's, and he's interfering with your job, which that's where I draw the line with with doing people favors. You, if you mess with the the thing I do to sustain my lifestyle, I don't know you. Exactly. I don't need a, I don't need a, I don't need a sibling if that's what it's if that's what it's like. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, do you, do you have any friends or other family members or... Uh, well, obviously, this person is a horrible house guest, so yeah, I, I would imagine he's not welcome elsewhere. I can't, I can't, I can't blame... Well, I can't blame him too much for stinking of the bathroom. Everybody's poop stinks, but... 
like it, it's rude to do that and then not air freshen the bathroom or light a candle or something. Um, well, I mean, cause the, the pastor should probably have that stuff available. I mean, obviously, if it would be, it would it would be a good house guest uh, prerogative to procure some air freshener. If but if the asker has not made a mention of it and said, "Hey, that's gross," uh, just buy your own air freshener, like. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't know what I, I I don't know what kind of privilege I'm speaking from. If 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 you know, not everybody is able to afford air freshener. Well, I, I well, it's also not widely available right now. So, but I oh, I is it not? I've no. Well, I mean, it. You know, it, I think it, I think a lot of people are mistaking air freshener for Lysol because the Lysol is gone, and so is the air freshener. And people do it anyway. People spray Lysol like it's air freshener, and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it is not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do worry about people's plumbing if they are substituting. Like, if people don't realize that you're you're sitting right next to a shower and you're not going anywhere, uh, and you are using things other than toilet paper, there's going to be a, a, a second pandemic of, of plumbing explosions across the entire United States because people already really sucked at taking care of their plumbing and now it's apparently a toilet paper emergency yeah we've said we weren't going to talk about this i mean we're not but um anyway just talk to your brother try to appeal to his uh uh more human side and if you guys just can't come together about an agreement and in the house it is your house uh kick him out i love kicking people out and and or, if that or doesn't him. or poison him, um, but if that doesn't work, passive aggression I've come to appreciate and become really good at. So just it do that. It can be really fun. It, I'm really, just, I, you really know I wasn't it. it wasn't the tea for me for a long time, and now I I appreciate a nice little shady passive aggressive uh, 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 moment. Do you do you look back on 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 our times together? I, w- I don't. I don't know how much I was. I tried not to be passive aggressive with you, but I know you witnessed a lot of it. Well, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, I wonder if you if if, if you appreciate my. Game I, I, I will say it was an influence, but I'll also say that I think I have figured out a way to surpass your passive aggression. Aggression. I yeah. It's uh. It, it you know. It, it, gay men and black ladies are like the best at it. So. True. I mean, I am I am living with somebody I actually like. Right, uh, that's the other thing. You can't be passive aggressive to the cats because they don't care. I can and I do, but <laughs> they don't. Care. They do not care when you shake out your uh, the crumbs in your bra onto them, or use them as napkins, or uh, any number of of weird passive aggressive things. Mainly, it upsets Pete. So <laughs> do that to the cats. I, I can I, I I'm trying to determine whether or not you meant you were using the cats as a napkin or your bra as a napkin. Uh, both. Got it. Next question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, why aren't my parents ashamed when I walked in on them making out? Um, I was just chilling in my room today and came out, which is pretty rare, but I I did. Um, 
it was evening and I thought they were watching some movie, but my mom is on my dad's lap making out really hard. When they saw when they saw me, they stopped, but weren't ashamed of anything. They're thirty six and thirty eight. Oh my god. That means no, that you are thirteen years old. You are thirteen, girl. Like honestly, like and your parents are grown and pay the bills and, and they're pres- still boning, which you know which if it after, weren't for you, after, they would probably yeah. bone a lot more. They shouldn't yeah. be ashamed of making out with each other. I mean, it's not like they were cheating on each other with somebody else. I mean, that would be different. Um, it's nice that they're making out. I mean, it's, I think it's stupid because, I mean, not, I mean, I don't think this person is stupid, but I think that writing into Yahoo's answers with such a, like, I'm pretty sure you're upset. That's why I said 13. Yeah. It's like, you want your parents to be making out. Please be concerned when they stop making out. Because that means you're about to be a product of divorce, maybe. Yeah. Or worse, your parents will stay together for 30 years and just yell at each other all the time. Yeah. I mean, there are alternatives out there that are much worse than the making out. I think you're fine. Yeah. I, 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 I'm just going to go ahead and say I, I assume this person is 13 and... Um, there will there will be a time in in your life where you Soon. appreciate that your parents still liked each other for as long as they did. Yeah, uh, and you should be more ashamed of whatever you're doing. Oh, hundred uh, percent. Than they uh, than them. But I, I do understand. Now, because, the, now the person you know, this person does say that they're that they rarely leave their room. Um, so yeah. I can only imagine what you're getting up to behind closed doors. So That's, maybe be ashamed yeah. more ashamed of that than what your parents are like your parents shouldn't be ashamed of making out and i feel like that like that learned shame behavior is and you feeling like your parents shouldn't be ashamed of it um is something that that's probably also their fault so you should talk to them about that but it's it's, also stop sneaking up on your parents like you're a fucking ninja just make noise while you're entering a room right. and they'll probably stop before you get there. And even if they don't, stop like I said, it's their house. They pay the bills in this bitch. You don't do like, shut up. You, the only thing that you, room. the only thing that you add to the house is like, I don't know, more carbon dioxide and, and laundry. Like more you, laundry. like right. you, you, I assume that you're not old enough to have a job yet unless your mom had you at 13. But I, I assume that you're not like old enough to have a job or contribute to the household in any real way. Your only job is to get good grades and um, not fuck this up. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Just leave your parents alone. How do you think you got here? They had to make out at some point. <laughs> then that doesn't stop just because you're here. Like, well, nobody has to be born. I'm, I'm not assuming that you're correct. They don't. But point, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use that that logic on them. But I will say, uh, mind your own fucking business and make more noise when you're approaching a room, and you won't see stuff that you don't want to see. Probably. Yeah. Grown people get to do what they want to do. Shut up. Um, Next question is, uh, was this rude behavior at a bridal shower? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. Uh, I've known my husband and his whole close extended family for years um, through his cousin. She was a toxic friend. When we were when we first started dating, I was in the end stages of not wanting to be part of the friendship. She was manipulative, a user, only nice when she wanted something, secretly competed against me, and when jealous, would smear my name to own to my own friends 
implant seeds in people's heads. She only wanted uh, she only wanted something to gossip and use gossip about and use against me to hurt me. I couldn't tolerate it anymore. She didn't know how to be cordial, so I stopped talking to her altogether. Uh, his other cousins and sister were not the most welcoming or nice to me when we were dating. Like my friend, his sister and the other girl cousins were only nice if they wanted something. For my bridal shower, I extended the invites to his aunts, cousins, and sisters. Uh, I, F8? Okay, so here's what I think. First of all, um, sorry, we had some technical difficulties. I just found out that FH means future husband. Because, because that's what FH means. Um, yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good at figuring out uh, acronyms. I'm not. I'm not an acronymista or whatever that gets called. Um, <laughs> don't uh, like they're close knit family. Um, um, you marrying into the family means that your role is to drive a wedge between him and his close knit family. So if that. <laughs> Is something you're interested in doing, then I, 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 you should live up to all of their worst expectations about you, I guess. Um, cause fuck them. That's it. Like, yeah. If you're, if you're like about to stop hanging out with somebody, I think it's a terrible idea to marry into their family. They were there first. It's always going to be their turf. Yeah. And, there's, there's very, and, and, and no wonder the rest of the family was kind of distant from you because she had control of the narrative there. Like, there's nothing... I mean, this person this person who asked this question is obviously somebody who likes learning things the hard way. Yeah, there's no... There's no... Like, you... There are some families that are very unforgiving to quote-unquote outsiders. And right. If he has mostly girl cousins and sisters, then you had an uphill battle to begin with. Um, and you're already not playing the game with the cousins, so I, I don't I don't know why you would want to just keep doing that right. for your married life. Right. And it, if and if you didn't want to, don't invite them because they probably didn't want to come. And I think it's. It, it, you may think it's rude, but I think it was probably less rude for them not only to be off in a corner, uh, not disturbing anybody, uh, except your nosy ass, and they could have been talking about you. Also, I think what I would have done if I was a bitchy cousin. Right. Also, uh, like, count your blessings. Like, it sounds like these are the type of women who may or may not have caused a scene and the fact, and the fact that they were off in a corner doing their own thing means that they were not causing a scene. Yeah. They were actually being as considerate as they could to you being that you're obviously a bridezilla who, even though you're saying you don't ask for attention, you expect everyone to be riveted on you during your boring like, have you been to a bridal shower? They're divorced. They're the goddamn worst. Uh, it, but and I, w- I will like say, the person who is, who is, who is getting married, the nicest thing you can do is to stay the fuck out of the way, 
and let that person, you know, enjoy having all the attention for the year and a half they're fucking planning a wedding. And like And please stop inviting inviting your future spouses. This is for everybody. Please stop inviting your future spouses, family that you don't know, and please don't let them do it either. Like cousins yep. are not immediate family members. Now I see the need to have his sister there. And you know, uh, if she br- wants to come, I wouldn't I wouldn't I I would not You have I a full-fledged political you, there, but I mean, I wouldn't it, I wouldn't I, I would not make it mandatory for the the husband side of the family who is who who are not close to me. I'm right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I don't like you I I I'm trying to get in I, I I'm not spending any time trying to get into anybody's good graces. If you don't like me, that's fine. But <laughs> exactly. If he wants to invite you, then he's only inviting the immediate family and maybe a cousin that he's close with. I think she said there was one cousin that that she was cool with. Invite that person, but everybody else who has a problem, like, well, girl, it was a small church and a small wedding, but you're definitely invited to the open bar at the reception because everybody is just trying to get to the fucking reception anyway. Even the wedding, so he shouldn't. I mean, I would, I would pull rank if my FH was inviting people to my bridal shower. That's the other thing. It's my opinion that this person just invited those people to the bridal shower to get more presents because that's what bridal showers are. Yeah, bridal it's showers, rude. baby, rude. Uh, bridal shower. baby showers, you already, gender reveals. You already live together. You don't need anything, and you don't need you know shit for your dowry. So you know, let people take you out to dinner and stop congratulating yourself for going into an ill-advised contract with uh, the person you're boning. Right. Marriage is not for everyone, and marriage is hard when you uh, when you try to get other people to participate in it. And <laughs> I, and at weddings and taking the opinions of you know jealous cousins and sisters is let's face it, that's exactly what this is. Like they're jealous that you're taking attention away from them. Um, by taking their brother slash cousin away from them. This has little to do with them being actually concerned for his well-being. It doesn't sound like you're a terrible person, and they should probably be encouraging to that, but it just sounds like they're taking, you're, you're taking their, their brother slash cousin away from them, who they probably have, it's if they're a close-knit family, they probably have an, an inappropriate amount of access to. And it's not your fault. Um, I will say, though, that you are like again this if being that this is your wedding and your wedding date you can invite or disinvite whoever in the fuck you want to and if you feel like they're going to be a problem like over you know the 4th of July for a cookout or like i said thanksgiving or christmas then have a come to jesus with them now before any of that happens not that you know it may not th- those gatherings may not happen this year but have a come to Jesus with them before that happens. And um, just like, I think people are not brave enough to just ask another person, what is your problem specifically with me? What is it? What is it with me that just sticks in your craw that, that, that causes this tension 
I'm not going to try to change that, but I would just like to know. Well, here's the thing: is I, I I'm going to take the I'm going to take the other side here because I don't trust I don't trust this unreliable narrator. I uh, question someone who is about to break up with their friend and then marries their friend's cousin. Yeah, and expect things to go smoothly. Well, I'm going to go ahead and call Gone Girl on on this person <laughs> and say she is uh, she's spinning spinning a yarn about how this person is only nice when they need something and uh, et cetera, et cetera. When this person seems to uh, not, not be very genuine in that they're going to invite people they don't like to their bridal shower and uh, not, not mend fences with uh, the relatives of her FH uh, and you know, and then complain about how people act at a boring ass bridal shower. Like, bridal showers are fucking boring, bro. I don't want to sit around and watch you open gifts. I don't. Yeah. I don't like bridal bridal showers or baby showers or any. That is supposed to be for your closest friends who actually want to watch you open presents. I've always like, thought of your bridal shower being attached to your bachelorette party, so I don't know why people you don't like are there. Like the people yeah. that you don't like being there are more for like the wedding rehearsal or the rehearsal dinner or whatever. Like those are the people that you don't like because presumably you'll be at a large like table or, or dinner setting where you don't really have to interact with them much. And then they can be off in corners gossiping all they want to, but I, I don't know if that would be good enough for this person. Yeah, really like, but your your bridal shower is like for your good Judy's and like maybe his, maybe his, maybe your future mother-in-law, like whatever. But you really want to be opening up, like, lingerie and shit in front of bitches you don't like? Like, just, no. <laughs> don't invite them. I can't, I can't get on board with this person's, uh, this person's perspective. I think there's more going on uh, just based on, on the situation. Uh, because if you're feeling, if you're feeling e- either spiteful enough to want to flaunt your bridal shower in front of people you don't, you don't care for, or you feel pressured to invite people you don't want involved in your big day, you need to step away from your big day and either let it go or uh, consider, consider the, the people that you're marrying into this family. These people are going to affect your life, obviously, if they're close-knit. Right, so, and they're going to expect you know, this. Ask yourself. And if again, this like is, if, that, if, that... if this is the doormat you want to be forever or if you're... If, if you've got ulterior motives for all of this. Right. And they are going to still expect for your husband to be the same person and do the same things with or for them that he's always done. And you are a roadblock because you're the voice of his reason saying, you know, do you really have to go take care of your stupid sister right now? Like what? You know what I mean? So they're threatened by your position as his wife. So I don't you, know that they are. <laughs> I I don't. I feel, they might be comfortable. And I don't know if they should be. They might be comfortable, but they should be. But what I'm well, I mean, unless he's a pushover. But um, nah, just you. The, the 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 downside to a wedding and a bridal shower is that you can't have two. The upside to everything else is that you can just have two. You can have one where you yeah. don't invite them bitches, and you can have another one where you go to their house or whatever and leave early. Like <laughs> you can have two, yeah. you can have two Fourth of July cookouts. You can have two Thanksgivings. You can have two Christmases. And the great thing about it is, again, 
You can go to whatever their celebration is and then leave early. Don't talk to them bitches and leave early. They'll eventually get the hint or they'll just think you're rude and stop inviting you. And then there you go. You've won. So I would say that, you know, focus on your husband and focus on your marriage. His cousins and his sisters are um, not. They're important as family members, I guess, and they're important to him. So definitely consider them. But I mean, you know, fuck them. That's the, the, yeah, the, the feel thing. I feel like this person's a crazy person. I'm, I'm calling it. Yeah, I mean, I the thing for this is is is, is fuck them. Um, <laughs> um, what you want to do? One last question. This one's good. If it's good, obviously, I I, I need some way to put my three quarters of a psychology degree uh, undergrad to work. Oh, good. Uh, well, then so. this question is perfect. Um. Is it dangerous at all to get in the car with a guy I just met on Tinder? First thing, when it's the very first time meeting with him in person. Um, saying I'm going on a first date to coffee or ice cream or froyo, etc. with a guy I met on Tinder, but I don't have a car and ask for a ride or get offered one from him. Are there any risks to getting in his car, getting with having just met him? Um... Yeah. Are there any? Yeah. There's every there's there's also, there's, there's, there's every also, risk. <laughs> there's, also, there's also risk to getting in the car with somebody you've been married with for for twenty years. So I mean, here's the thing: is is you're you're going on a date with a dude, so obviously there's 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 some level of reckness, recklessness that you that you have. Um, have I done it? Yeah. But I also carry like a hammer in my purse and wasp spray. So get a hammer um, and stop dating. Also, don't use Tinder to actually meet people. Oh, yeah. Um, you don't. The, the, the Definitely success don't get rate the of meeting people in person that you meet online is not as high as people would have you believe unless it's Grindr. But I would say that, yes. You you run into every like girl. This is why get you know rent a bike. Work on yourself and 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 figure out your transportation system. I'm not saying you have to get a car, but like you know, don't accept rides from strangers in general. Because um, people don't, are you. You don't want to put them in. You don't want to put a first date in that much power over whether or not you can leave, make it to the next place alive or not. Yeah. Or um, that, or that. I mean, honestly, uh, I'm trying to think of, of when I was dating, if I, if I ever had someone, I don't think I ever had someone pick me up. First of all, I don't want them to know where I live. Where you live. On the first date. No. For sure. And sometimes, n- never. But. I have yeah, taken a bus. I had a first date. I've taken a, I've taken a bus to a date before. I mean, it's. It, <laughs> It, it's 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 much well it was it used to be much safer i mean they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna find out who you are anyway so right the, also there's a the bus or some kind of public transportation i'm not sure well I'm back sure in the day you. back in my day when i was dating and gave a fuck about that sort of thing um you know we didn't have uber so i had to make sure that the date was close to my house 
so that I could either walk there or ride my bike or take a bus. Yeah. But now there's Uber, girl. Just take an Uber. And I know that you're still jumping in a stranger's car. However. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, if you're going on a date, uh, just make him pay. And then you can afford your Uber because you're not paying for that meal. Right. I mean, here's the thing. I went through a whole, I went through a, a couple of dating stints where, you know, if you didn't take me out to dinner, I didn't eat. So, like, you I know how much money that can save. Right. Get an Uber. If you play your cards right, um, you 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 wouldn't have to pay for I don't know at least four meals a week. However, that's a lot of guys to be meeting on Tinder. Um, and yeah, Tinder. You that's no good on Tinder. I would, yeah, it's just like say, you know, people say, "Well, you got to kiss a bunch of frogs to find your prince charming." And sometimes no. one of those frogs is a psycho, and then the last frog you fucking kiss because it'll remove your your fingernails and your teeth. So yeah, I, you don't want to get in the frog's car. Right, sure. you put yourself in a highly vulnerable position by getting in a car with a stranger, and that's just. And that's just the world we live in. We don't have the luxury of being able to live in a society where we don't have to lock our front doors and shit like that. So, I, no, never get into a car with somebody you just met online. I don't give a fuck how many pictures of, like, food, cats, church services. I don't give a fuck how many of those pictures they have posted on their uh, Tinder profile. Um, he might still be a psychopath. I'm pretty sure Jeffrey Dahmer loved his mother, too. I could be wrong. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, no. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't have... Now you're in my wheelhouse. Yay. Uh, the the example you want is Ted Bundy, who had a Beyonce there we go. the entire time he was killing people. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer uh, had, a, had, a, had a complicated relationship with his mother, uh, but he was also uh, very... Uh, remorseful of what he did so i feel like but also do you want the guy who had a complicated relationship with his mother i mean that's going to turn out (laughs) like what What? no like no no. what did you say yeah i I said do do you do you really want to be with a guy who had a uh do you want to be alone in a car with the guy who had a complicated relationship with his mother like i i don't here's the thing if you don't know until uh until you start dating them and they admit that they're living with their mother who they have a complicated relationship with. And then you're kind of like, well, you're tall and emotionally broken and let's give this a shot. Yeah. But, I mean, that's assuming you have, like, time and opportunity to be somebody's hero. And if you don't... (laughs) Like it doesn't work. Yeah, just just leave it alone. Um, yeah, just don't don't get in Tinder Tinder people's cars. Like you need to that needs to be a very like structured. Like you need to they need to know that you think they're a serial killer and that people know where you are and that you have. Like they need if someone's not okay with that, then uh, you don't need to be boning them from Tinder. That's not just and it's, find it's find com- another way to bone. It's completely okay to have a distrustful disposition where this is concerned because it literally is your life. So yeah, if a, if a guy is offended by that, then then they're not in in touch with the world enough. But it sounds like this person isn't also in touch with the world because they're asking if there is any risk. I'm assuming that this person is a person who is either new to dating or has been married for a long time and is no longer married and 
doesn't know the way the dating world, the world, the world at large works anymore. Um, or they're just, or they're just like on Rumspringa and something. Something, something is, is like, something is amiss because if you don't yeah. know to not get into a stranger's car, that and, vote, and again I and vote, again I have I, run, I, I have done that. I have done just that plenty of times, um, and I am here to tell you that jumping in a stranger's car can lead to a plethora of uh, situations uh, where you feel like you're going to have to jump out of a moving car. So. Just don't. Yeah, it's, it's problems big and small with 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 to start with getting into a stranger's car. Yeah, it's sure. a, it's an enclosed it's an enclosed space where anything can go down. So, just don't. Just I, I would say, give it about uh, four dates before you do that. But just try to meet him places. Um, take an Uber. Take take a taxi because taxis still exist um, and are more trackable than uber sometimes and always make sure that a friend family member roommate somebody knows where you're going and who you're going with um that was a requirement uh that i had of anna when she was dating yep. and um and and if you don't and, and have a time that you're going to show back up at home and if you're not going to show back up at home just communicate with the person that lives with you or whatever that um you're going to be out late but yeah, you need to give you need to give your designated people uh all the information they would need uh to give the police if you uh don't come home when you're supposed to exactly that's what you'd want to do and uh and in the case of you know getting in that car and you know not things not going very well just eat everything you can. Just put it all in your belly. Just eat fibers and just swallow everything. You might as well uh, enjoy yourself. Because he can cut your head off, but he would have to go pretty far to like get all of that evidence. Just yeah, this... cram it under your nail. You, every hole you can put in your ears. Just make him really work for it if he's going to kill you uh, to get all that evidence out. Just get DNA everywhere. Yeah. If you have a small pair of scissors in your purse, cut a tuft of hair and just leave it in the back of his car. Well, I mean, if you have a small pair of scissors in your purse, like stab him in the eyeball. And then leave a tuft of hair. And also leave hair everywhere. I mean, I wouldn't need the scissors, as we've, as we've discussed many times, because my hair uh, loves to be anywhere but my head. Your hair loves the inside of people's underwear. And is it I, still in your underwear? I bet you're still finding my hair in your underwear. I, I found I have, together I, for several years. No, I do have a pair of shoes. I have a pair of purple Chuck Taylors <laughs> that I've that I've had since we lived together, and <laughs> I did find hair in those fairly recently <laughs> because I haven't worn them very many times since they moved out of that house, and so <clears throat> I took the insoles out because um, I was washing them. And I'm like, oh, here's a hair. Here's a hair. I so, miss you too. I miss you as well. Thank you for doing my podcast again. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm glad I lived to, to 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 see it. I am too. I'm glad I lived to do it. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I lived to to answer some questions. Answers questions. Answers. Yeah, yeah. They 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 weren't even like the most. Uh, 
they weren't the the the. I mean, they're these people are still a mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they are not they're not they're not having a good time. But um, they're 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 they weren't they weren't the worst. Like someone asked if it's cheating to look at for guys to look at porn. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't answer those questions. Yeah, nothing nothing beats uh, getting the same tattoo as your child. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, it. I told you I'm getting very good at being passive aggressive. That's the most passive aggressive thing you can do. I've ever heard in my entire life. I want you to have children, so so that they know just the off chance that they're shitty, and you can take that out on them. Oh man, I vowed to not have kids because I realized that I can't support them through three very very important parts of their lives, which is like teething, uh, puberty. And, um, like, general teenage shit. Like, I can't do any of it. No. So I am not fit to be a parent. Like, I just, it, it, it's like, it, it, I, I don't want to, to have the feeling that if I had a teenage child that them drowning wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And <laughs> that is how, that's how I, that's, that's where I am now. I don't feel, I don't feel the need to protect them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is, I, would, is, I would have a hard time. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm. I just get when I'm. I think I'm very good at being maternal. I'm a, but I'm a sprinter, not a marathoner. So it's like I'm a wonderful auntie. Uh, but I need a, I need a fucking break after like a couple of days. I'm good at so, being. I'm good at being like, paternal. I don't think I could handle you know eighteen to to fifty years. I'm better at being maternal than I am at being paternal and being paternal just does not, I, I am, I like yelling at kids. It's just fun. And that is, I don't have to have kids to yell at them. I could just be a crotchety old dude. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't need to have another thing that I have to feed and clothe. And you know what I mean? It's hard. It's, yeah, people, like people are like, "Oh, you just have a, you just have a kid, and you figure it out." Like, no, 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 no. Maybe we should stop yeah. having kids and figuring it out. Maybe we should know what the fuck we're doing from here on out. <laughs> like, or maybe we should just stop. We should just stop. Or just stop. Just... I had this. Uh, why would I, you keep? Why would you buy in a in a seller's market? Right. I had Dumb. this. I had this dream, uh, and when I say dream, I didn't mean. I don't mean that I was sleeping. I mean that it was a dream of mine. Um, for. <laughs> For uh, the next decade, for all human beings, women and men, to all of a sudden become sterile for like the next decade. And so for 10 years, no one has any children. Listen, we we can't get into this topic because it will... I'm sure, but like... We're going to go into into some some dangerous territory for me. So uh, (laughs) I will just say that would be interesting. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's, it, it's either that or the Handmaid's Tale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I just, you know, it, it's. Uh, but anyway, thank you again for doing my podcast. We've been talking for forty-five minutes. It, I, we're always talking for forty-five minutes. I'll keep talking. I don't care. Oh, okay. I figure we should probably stop making people listen. 
Well, people are still. I'm not going to be. I'm not very. I'm not as interesting as I normally am, which is not very interesting at all. I mean, you're interesting to me. So I mean, you've been. This is a. This is your third appearance on the podcast. I, is it my? I thought it was my fourth. It's your fourth. It might be your fourth. I think it's my fourth. I just keep coming back. It's your fourth. That's true. Yeah, I told you. I told you I was going to slowly become co-host. Your co-host. <laughs> I'm just going to sneak in until <laughs> until until I'm in every episode. It's fine. You'll be. I mean, I. I. It, it'll at least give me incentive to record a fucking podcast at least once a week um, instead of once a quarter. Well, you know... This magazine uh, comes out like fucking GQ. It just comes out once a quarter. Sorry, guys. Here's the thing. It's free. So, I mean... It is so free. You guys do not have to pay for this at all. Just fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I think I'm glad you're... I'm glad you're surviving. And thank you again for doing the podcast. You're welcome. And, and to you as well. All right, I'll talk to you later. We're not really hanging up. I'm just stopping the podcast. I know, that's why I didn't say anything. Okay, cool. Bye. Bye. You know, around this time, I would um, do uh, I Don't Know Her or, you know, watch this or um tell you about what I've been listening to. So, um, what I've been listening to is a playlist on Spotify called Organica. I've also made a playlist called Soul Clap, and I made a playlist uh, called Hype. And I've basically been listening to that. Also, a playlist called The Quiet Storm. Those are all on Spotify. Um, you look for Eddie Yarbrough, Y-A-R-B-R-O-U-G-H, and you'll probably find them under that. Um, also, um, and I don't know her, fuck Donald Trump. It's real simple. We don't have to get into it. And also fuck all y'all out there who are having COVID parties still, uh, who are not taking this shit seriously. Um, fuck all y'all. I I don't know y'all. Girl, cut it out. Cut it the fuck out. This shit is serious. And people are out here dying. And the fact that y'all can't find a reason or occasion to take this shit seriously says a lot about you. Uh, and they don't say good things about you. So cut it the fuck out. Stay the fuck home. Uh, and if you don't got to leave the house, don't leave the house. If you don't work for an essential service, stay your ass the fuck at home. So real easy. Um, also, uh, what I've been watching, um, bro, okay, so we haven't talked in a while. 911 Lone Star. Jesus. That was such a good show. If you have not watched 911 Lone Star, please go onto Hulu or Fox or wherever you get your TV shows and Please binge binge the entire season. I think it's only ten episodes, or eight or ten episodes. Um, so it's real easy to watch, but it's a great show. It's stressful as fuck, but it's really good. Uh, Liv Tyler is is excellent as usual. Roblo is Roblo, so uh, it doesn't get much better than that. It's a great show. I encourage everyone to watch it. Um, also, watching nine one one proper OG nine one one, which is. One of my favorite shows on television, it is fraught with, you know, drama and action and 
it's an amazing show. If you're not watching 911 or 911 Lone Star, then I don't know what you were doing with your TV watching days. Um, it is drag race season right now, okay? Drag race season is in full swing. It's in full effect. Um, the season 12 uh, situation with uh, she shall, who shall not be named um, is... You know, I think the first few episodes were a little wonky and a little uh, cringy and, and that sort of thing. Uh, but now they've done a great job of editing her out. Um, except, you know, times where she obviously does well in challenges or wins um, or wins challenges. It's kind of hard to edit around that. Um, I, I do appreciate that they are showing some love to some of the designers that she worked with by showing some of their designs. So she didn't, they don't completely cut her out. But there's no talking head segments. There's no interview segments. There are like a couple in Untucked, but if you don't watch Untucked, then you know. But you kind of got to watch Untucked as well. It sucks, but it just tells you this whole entire story. And I figured that out the hard way in uh, episode seven, where they started talking and they started, uh, you know, referencing things that happened in Untucked. And then I had to, you know, go back and watch Untucked. So, um, but be prepared for celebrity drag race that's coming and also all stars five it is drag race season people this is not a drill this is not a drill at all um outside of that um this is the end of the show i want to thank again my special special guest uh anna banana uh, in the anna banana shout out section um, I would like to thank my mom for constructing me a mask and sending it to me. It's it's a Kenta cloth mask, uh, and I and I love it. And since I work in an essential business and I have to be at work, um, it it really is helpful and gives me peace of mind, even if you know people can still cough into my eyes or ears or whatever. So, um, the rest of you guys, please stay safe. Please, please, please do not leave the house if you do not have to. I know some of you may have doctor's appointments and that sort of thing, and I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to the people who are um, going to gather at people's houses and going to parties and stupid shit like that. You don't have to do that. When it's all over, you'll see your friends. Um, I've come to appreciate the technology behind uh, Skype and other FaceTiming uh, technologies. It is amazing. And, you know, the phone still works. So you can still call people, text them, uh, you know, message them. Do everything you have to do to stay in touch with your friends and family. Make sure that they're okay. Please, 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 please check in with people often. And um, and especially if someone in your friend or family uh, uh, sphere in, in your world are... Could, uh, are suffering with COVID or have contracted COVID, please stay in touch with those people. Like, you know, give, send them love, send them good, good vibes, uh, and pray for them. Um, and, you know, but do that from afar. Um, I ain't got to sign off because I don't have a sign off. Bye.